are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude it, it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> your podcast f sucks it's mental mate good to hear from lewis brackpool at the top eric butler reporting opine how are you Yes, sir. We, uh, you know what we are, I guess we have to start at, we're going to have to start it this way for the next few months. Um, it's hot. It's hot. It's getting hot here too. Um, I tried to start the lawnmower yesterday. Couldn't get it to work. I'm not as much of a man as I thought I was. I think the gas is old. Um, in Arizona, I imagine it's just all sand or burnt grass. So I'll take that win there. Yeah, Hello to rock, Evan yeah. Sus McSee, the first person in the chat. Of course, if you have a longer message for us, you can super chat it to us through my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Andrew says, and, uh, we'll read the uh, longer messages or questions on air, but, uh, for some hellos and stuff, we'll throw it out there to you guys. Hello to everybody on getter. Hello to all viewers on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Please subscribe, please share. And all audio listeners across all podcasting accounts, we love you. Uh, last week, we had a lot of viewers for the CNN Town Hall. Um, it was a good time had by all. You know, a little bit of Trump avoiding questions, a little bit or a lot of bit of CNN's Caitlin Collins making stuff up. But we've got a lot of CNN stuff to get to here, Eric, off the top, off the dome, as they say. Um that's my rap city in the basement. Side note, there's a video we have, Eric, of reading a pronoun book. I don't want to get too offensive here in the first, I think it's 15 minutes of the show. You're not supposed to say anything offensive. The, the word pronoun is not offensive. Well, I know that's the one I'm using in place of other things. But we did a book review of a pronoun book, and we were reminded in that review of a time on BET where Lil Wayne and baby, you know, his uh, the bald guy put some respect on my name, as many people would think of him as his first or most famous comment. Um, we were both reminded of a time where they kissed on the lips on BT. And Eric was like, no, it was on Rap City they kissed. And I was like, no, you're Eric, you're wrong. I used to watch 106 and Park every day. Not actually every day, but whenever. And uh, you're wrong, Eric. Turns out they kissed both <laughs> on both shows on the lips. Uh, it was really weird. Uh, great segue to Anderson Cooper. We've got Caitlin's Collins coming up next, but we'll get to Anderson Cooper first. Caitlin Collins talking about what some would allege to be the great uh, replacement theory when she worked for Daily Caller. But Anderson Cooper in 2015 it, was it? It wasn't. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. But it's when she worked for. It was, she had to have been a few years younger. We'll get to her. But uh, Anderson Cooper was shocked and appalled. At Donald Trump because they had him on the network, which apparently you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to have people running for president on the network. It justifies them. It legitimizes them. Let's go ahead and uh, see what the coops got to say. Here. Many of you have. And, um, you know, it reads, Eric, what does it read like? He's um, giving you a tornado warning, a nuclear, <laughs> a nuclear fallout warning. Look, bro, these people, he's walking right into creating another meme of himself, right? Like what you saw, like we are going to tell you how you, <laughs> what were, you actually saw. Yeah, yeah. We're going to tell you how you were supposed to feel. And then he goes on to say that this is about 50 percent of the country. And it's like, yeah, yeah. so should, should all that, right, let's that hear it before something? we give it all away. OK, he's nuts. Yeah. 
Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited uh, to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. It was it disturbing was, to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug, an adjective he used many racist. times to describe black men, and call Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman who stands up to him. It was disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies and his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. <laughs> as good a job as Caitlin Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak, and I understand the anger about that. Giving him the audience, the time, I get that. He's got great But this vocal is what fry. I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according <laughs> to polling, no other Republican is even close. That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again. Some investigation is gonna stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can over. happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged <laughs> today and angry and never watch this network again. Running hard. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Well, I'm okay with what he said at the end there, Eric, um, that you should listen to people that disagree with you. But I think if we are fairly reading between the lines here, that what I don't call Don Lemon, what Anderson Cooper is saying is that half the country is insane. Um, he's saying that even though he's going to stand there and lie, they're going to applaud him. And these are people, you know, and these people you're who are going to vote and they're your family. They live in your house. Yeah. And they're insane is what he's saying, even though, you know, um, a lot of them voted for Obama and then Bush and Clinton. I mean, if somebody's been able to vote for the past 30 years, they've very possibly voted for Clinton, Bush, Obama, and Trump. So they must be insane. At what point did their insanity take over, is my question, Anderson Cooper. And what point did they become good people when they voted for Obama twice? Because we know for a fact there's a big crossover. CNN themselves have covered you know, the people in Ohio and Michigan who voted for um, Obama and then Trump. It just feels like 2016 again, where they're saying, you know, this person's absolutely insane. Trump is so insane and half the country is insane. So you better watch out. But he gets a little bit of credit at the end for saying you can't be in a silo, which is an odd thing to say. Like that's a, a, an echo chamber, as you people say, in the silo with the grain and the storage. Um, gets a little bit of um, points with me for that at the end. But overall, I think he's saying that you better watch out because half the country is insane and if you don't do the right thing which is vote for the guy who can't think and doesn't know where he is then you're a bad person fair 
Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a pre. I mean, did, did he write this? Did he go off script? I mean, he came up with this to convince CNN viewers, and they're still out there. I read some of the comments on the videos, uh, and they they truly do not have they do not have a grasp of anything outside of their little bubble that they've created. So yes, I guess the bar is so low that he will get credit for finally, finally after what, six or seven years of pretending that other people just don't exist, finally saying, well, maybe uh, maybe you should sometimes listen to things that you don't agree with. Yeah, Anderson, you think? And that's what you guys have been trying to stop. Was it um, Brian Stelter, you know, who, of course, is no longer with the network, and, and Fredo Cuomo? I mean, a bunch of these people have basically said, and I'm paraphrasing here, don't don't listen to anybody else. We're the ones telling you the truth. Obviously, Fredo famously said about the, the email leaks that, it's illegal. If you read this, it's illegal for you to 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 understand this. So all, all to for you to to even look at this. So everything you're getting is directly from us. So they they've always obviously they've always been liars. And I think I said this last week, but it bears you know repeating. CNN obviously needs to start. They need to implode. There is no saving it. You got to get rid of everybody from the janitor in the mailroom, the chef, the cook. Uh, the security guard, everybody has to go. It doesn't work anymore. It's completely rotten all the way to the core. And uh, uh, his echo chamber thing, yes, that's fine. That's fair. It's just obviously, bro, it, it's been years of this, of you guys trying to stop people from hearing things outside of your realm of possibility. And now you want to pretend like, well, maybe you should listen. I know it was, I know it was a, there were very scary words. He said the word thug and and nasty, and that's terrible stuff. But maybe you guys should maybe, you know, consider listening to somebody with another opinion. And then last thing here, there was a very telling point that uh, when he says, well, some, something's going to stop him. One of these investigations, it's like, dude, you're literally just admitting that you're creating stuff. This establishment is creating stuff to throw at him to keep him from being president. I mean, in the same week we have this E Jean Carroll lady and we have uh, the, obviously the tax returns and then classified documents. Now, that wasn't all in the same week, but ever since the first day, he since Inauguration Day, they've been throwing things at him, right? We all remember Russia, Russia, Russia for three whole years. They dropped it like a hot potato, pivoted on a dime, and said it's Ukraine. And then you fast forward to where two years, he, he's not even president for two years, and they're still throwing stuff at him. And I know I'm forgetting one, right? It was the, it was the E. Jean Carroll stuff, uh, whatever the Manhattan... What was the Manhattan DA going after him for? Oh, oh, the Stormy um, Daniels things. So yeah. that was like in, in the span of in, in less than a month. And then that's not even counting the, the tax returns. That's not even uh, that's not even including all this other stuff. So I guess my point is the bar is so low that that Anderson Cooper here is finally admitting that maybe you should listen to other people. And he's kind of saying the quiet part out loud and admitting that, yeah, all these investigations that we've been throwing, this terrible coverage that we've been doing, this awful biased stuff that we've been doing for nearly a decade now, uh, that's not going to stop him. It's like, bro, yeah, congratulations, Anderson, you you made it. And this guy, this is an old guy, bro. Like, why are you being such a weird sniveling little weasel, bro? It's disgusting. Well, famously, Anderson Cooper did work for the CIA. He was an intern for a semester, which we all do when we're trying to become journalists. I mean, I went to journalism, uh, broadcast journalism, radio, and public relations. Didn't have too many opportunities to work for CSIS, Canada's intelligence, 
there was no like program there. And then you just, you know, become biggest anchor on the biggest network. It just happens that way. And the Vanderbilt family, right? That's right. Um, His family literally invented the railway, like, (laughs) and then owns a university. So he's a cajillionaire. His mother, who is just like a random socialite, came up with one of the most famous gene brands. So like they obviously get pushed to the top. So lots of problems over at CNN. In well, all these, of these said, investigations, it's not going to stop him. All, 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 <laughs> we've, we've thrown everything at the wall and he's still running hard. Shut up, Anderson. What a- <laughs> This idea you have of to clear everything out. Yes, that would probably work if you want to actually, you know, make a profit. But I can picture CNN being the same as, you know, like um, a bad basketball team like the Minnesota Timberwolves or something. What I'm trying to say is some of these networks are pet projects for billionaires the way a bad sports team doesn't make any money and is still allowed to be open. So I don't know if that's how CNN is treated, but it probably is given the fact that they don't like change. I mean, yeah, and, and, and we and we we do know this that there are several corporations, entities, companies where yes, they they care about making money, but that's not really the bottom line because they know they have overlords to serve. Hmm, indeed, I see a couple of people asking with the Twitter CEO. I just pulled up a video from Lewis Brackpool on that, so we'll talk about that after a few more subjects. We will get to any more super chats at the time, so stick around. There's an order in the chaos of unauthorized opinions, believe it or not. Um, what is that what they say? Order to chaos? I don't know. Caitlin Collins, so the host of the madness, that too. Methods, Masters of Mayhem, even Masters of the Universe, your favorite movie from the 80s. No, that's white people thing, I guess. He Man, you know. Okay, anyways, Caitlin Collins was the one who hosted Trump there. And it turns out she worked for Daily Caller, which was started by Tucker Carlson and uh, some other guy whose name I don't remember. And and I have a bone she... to pick with them. I won't, I won't, we know. Yep, yeah, we do. Okay. <laughs> Eric has a, a known gripe, um, which we'll express maybe in a paid format one day, just like I will. Maybe I have some <laughs> things to express about other places, too. Um you can't say anything for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> anyways, Caitlin Collins used to work for them, and she talked basically about, these are my words, conjecture, not legally binding, no actual evidence, um, Your Honor. But she seemed to be talking about, allegedly, the great replacement theory, the idea um, that a foreign populace is brought in to replace the native populace, no matter what race or color they are, doesn't matter. They're brought in to basically replace the voters so that the people who bring them in want them to vote for them so whether it's irish people bringing in northern irish people so that they'll vote for them or australians bringing in new zealanders so that they'll vote for a certain party this is what caitlin collins seems to be talking about but she does focus on george soros so we're going to bring that up capital. um the background I noise bad word, here. i can't even say that i feel like you can't even say that that's a what like it's like Voldemort. You can't say Soros. It gets flat. <laughs> right. He doesn't exist. Um, so there's some background chatter in this Fox News clip from Fox and Friends. So just note that that's not from us. From our nation's capital. Caitlin, what does that mean? What's George Soros trying to do with the immigration crisis? 
Good morning. Okay, so George Soros is this foreign-born left-wing guy who essentially wants to change the nature of our country. And in this data dump, one of the memos was about the refugee crisis. And they made three points. They think that they've been successful at influencing immigration policy across the world. They think that the refugee crisis is an opportunity to continue doing so. And they think the refugee crisis is the new normal. And George Soros is this guy who is a staunch advocate for open borders. He wants people to be able to go wherever they want, whenever they want, for whatever reason. And for him, he sees this immigration policy, this crisis, as a vehicle to further his immigration agenda. You know what I think it is, Eric? I think that background noise is somebody's like screen recorder talking to them. Um, so a younger Caitlin Collins, less furrowed brow, less wrinkles at the time. Um because she was less angry is what I'm getting at. I think what she was getting at there, of course, is the fact that George Soros, he hires these D here. He helps fund these DAs run for office to let people out of jail. Um, hire. I keep saying hire, maybe, but uh, he helped select helped fund people select helps people get into office so that they have less uh, concern about the border and, uh, you know, about crime and stuff like that. Basically a communist dream. And what you have to wonder now here. Is is Caitlin Collins? Was she lying when she was at, at the Daily Caller about her views, and then moved to CNN and was happier to get there? Is she lying at CNN about her true views because she's happy to be there, or does she still hold these views and just doesn't talk about them? Because we know they don't talk about this on CNN other than to call it a conspiracy theory. So that's which one are you? Which lane are you bowling down, Eric? Lying then, lying now, or just happy in her job and doesn't want to screw it up by saying something that rocks the boat? Um, I think my guess would be she just was completely turned out. She was completely corrupted, right? And this is kind of a question that I've asked a, a long time. It's like, m you know, media is a little bit different from politics, of course. But when, when you're talking about the political establishment and the regime, it's all just one disgusting incestuous family literally you can see the meme floating around of all the people who are married and this revolving door of white house and all that stuff anyways she got her foot in the door and then somebody bought her out i i mean I, I, maybe that's the conspiracy in, its, in itself but it's like okay you work for daily caller i'm sure you're you know whatever making decent money a younger caitlin collins and then as she's trying to you know make more money whatever do do her you know boss boss bitch thing or whatever somebody says if you toe the line we're gonna give you a million dollars i just i don't think it's that far-fetched i don't think it's that that crazy to say that somebody just approached her and was like dude if you parrot these talking points we're gonna pay you more and and, and well really quickly too and that's the sort of the thing like with the politicians right when somebody want a young fresh face aoc is an outlier but if you think about like i don't want to name any names because i don't, don't want to smear anybody but they get in and they're they're you know all for the people and and people love them and the right wing is, is cheering them on and making you know thug life memes and all sorts of stuff and then a year or two goes by and they're completely bought and paid for um so i guess do you go in like like uh, frank from it's always sunny once said like i see a bunch of jerk offs get into politics just for the payout like do you go in with a corrupted mind or do, does anybody in in today's in in you know current times actually go in wanting to help people you know i mean it's all a complete mess nobody can be trusted and we, we've done this to ourselves it's very unfortunate 
What I think is the most likely scenario is that she goes into a job where she doesn't mind not talking about certain things. You hear this a lot with people who have left bigger companies and they say, you know, um, in general, you can I align with the views. But for some things you can't like it's it's agreed upon that you're you're not supposed to against go against the company view in that sense. And we've heard about people from moving to right wing to right wing companies. We've heard about that when people stop working at CNN, uh, limitless project Veritas whistleblowers from companies that fi- people at Facebook and Twitter and everything. So I think it really depends on where you are in life, your status. Um, maybe Caitlin Collins was taking an entry level job at an, any news company. She could, she needed the money. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she really believed in that. Maybe she really believes in CNN. I don't it's, think it's she hard believes to in tell. anything. I don't that's, think she believes that, in anything. That's the point I'm trying to really get at is that I think if you go to CNN, then it's pretty obvious where you may lie. Unless usually people go to a, a different place and they give out more of themselves. They give up more of the, they, showcase more of their actual beliefs i don't think you can do that if you go over to cnn or msnbc i'll go to cnn cnn if you're listening anybody chris licked or whatever i will go to cnn um you know just how we can come up with a number and i will just throw everything else out the window it all goes out the window and i will parrot every single talking point for you know we're talking hit, hit me up chris liked licked whatever his name you is you need to oh. go to work for chris cuomo is where you'd be most happy it's a new yorker uh he's cl- he must have a fitness facility on site which means a <laughs> basketball court for you and that's not a race thing i know you like basketball he probably hits golf courses like you do um i think you'd be most happy in a chris cuomo assistant production scenario andrew i think andrew right did you see that clip of him yeah lambasting the left like i, I don't believe him it's for just a second well, look, it's just so funny to me that when I was in New York, I mean, I hated this guy. Like, he literally destroyed my life, and they it only got exponentially worse. It's crazy. Now he's it's completely crazy different. Think, now he doesn't believe in it. Well, no, it's crazy to think that a, a man who was that, I mean, he was literally doing press conferences every day, basically calling himself the king, and like, if you want to go to work, then you need to pick an approved job that that I say is okay, which is a roundabout way of saying like this is we're gonna do communism now and i just <laughs> i thought i thought it was so terrible that we th- i thought that was rock bottom but i was wrong that was no that i mean hokel kickback kathy and her lieutenant governor remember him brian benjamin who was arrested the lieutenant governor do you think kickback kathy didn't know anything about that i'm oh, sorry i'm getting off track but my point is i didn't think it could get any worse than andrew cuomo it obviously got exponentially worse and now he seems like a voice of reason like crazy that's just a way for him to try to get you know donations or something or run for something else uh so we're switching gears from the news world to the world of slurs i guess uh we got ourselves a oakland athletics Am I right? Yeah, A's Oakland announcer, A's yeah. announcer. I've heard of him before, Glenn Kuyper. I mean, the Oakland A's are one of the worst teams ever. So it's not like I watch them. And they're leaving Oakland, correct? As I understand it. I'm not exactly sure when, but anybody Everybody's familiar... leaving Oakland, but... Uh... Well, they're all gone, yeah. They're, they're all gone, all three of their teams, and anybody familiar with the area oh. will immediately... Huh? Is Golden State out of San Francisco? No, they're in San Francisco. So they left Oakland a few years. I think they left right. Oakland in, in 18 or 19. And hey, so, well, it's time to leave San Francisco too. The 49ers, them, um, 
Well, the Niners aren't well, in San Francisco, right? No, Santa they're, Clara is it? Yeah, they're in. San, they're still called the San Francisco 49ers, obviously, but they are. Yeah, in I hate Santa how teams Clara. do that. The Ottawa Senators hockey team isn't in Ottawa either. It's in well, a it's, I mean, it's obviously for you know a, na- a nationwide audience that doesn't yeah. doesn't understand that. But my, the thing here, before we get too deep into it, just I want to make it clear that with with the A's leaving, every everybody knows that they are going to have nothing and. The A's were the last team still there, and the the area immediately surrounding both of these arenas, the the football stadium and the uh, was football and baseball, and then basketball, mm-hmm. like you know, across the parking lot. It's completely surrounded by tents. I mean, and oh this is why the A's. Were, I mean, it's completely surrounded by tents. And I used to live at the Coliseum Bart Station, and I promise you, bro, I said I'd never, I never felt quite as unsafe anywhere except for skid row in los angeles which is true but i i've been so paranoid walking from the bart station the coliseum bart station which is you know where the a's and the giant uh, not the giants but you know the, the a big station we're not talking like a little side station we're talking about a huge station the walk from that station to your car at the end of the parking lot is nerve-wracking to say the least well but i can't I imagine that in toronto because toronto has this thing where there's a giant station called Union Station connects to the Scotia Bank Arena, which is Raptors and Maple Leafs, and then you can walk through this path to get to the Blue Jay Stadium. And there's a, you know, there's a restaurants on the way, and there's a, the Ripley's Aquarium on the way. And I uh, that would that would be terrible for the city if that was a dangerous thing. So I can only imagine. So Glenn Kuyper has been suspended after he uttered a racial slur during the team's Friday evening broadcast and apparent slip up while discussing a visit to the Negro League Baseball Museum in Kansas City. And we have that for you here right now. We had a phenomenal day today. Negro League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. We had a phenomenal day today. Negro League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Arthur Bryan's barbecue. Eric, um, thoughts. Where, where are we at? Well, it's it's pathetic, bro. It's totally pathetic. It's clearly an accident. I don't think this guy went did no. I mean, they say they say it's an accident right in the headline, but do we really think that this guy is out to really, you know, to put the screws to the to the black people in baseball? Absolutely not. It's like the same, and we should, maybe we should follow up on this, but um the lady Shout out Polly Walnuts. We should do a Sopranos thing. Uh, that'd be very hard to do with HBO. <laughs> Anyways, um, remember a couple months ago, the lady who said for shizzle my nizzle, the the, the meteorologist lady in uh, in Tennessee or or Louisiana or something, she said for shizzle my nizzle while they were covering a story about Snoop Dogg launching a wine. So basically doing an ad for him. I don't know if it was a paid you know editorial or whatever it was, but they were talking about his new product launch, and she said for shizzle my nizzle. And they got rid of her, or they suspended her. Something Charlemagne the God actually came out in defense of her. Snoop Dogg, I don't know if he actually said anything, but it's very reminiscent of that. And then I googled, I actually googled, what does "fashizzle my nizzle" mean? And it said, and it may have changed by now. I should have screenshot it. I probably do have a screenshot somewhere. It said, "For sure, my friend." You know what I mean? So this is very similar to that, right? <laughs> like it's a slip up. And we want to play it. Yeah, you can play it. 14 seconds. Do it. Come up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, we know it. She'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Huh. Huh, she says. <laughs> huh. 
the guy on the right actually kind of looks offended, which is sad to say the least. Well, I actually hadn't seen the clip. I'd only read the read the article, but I mean, it kind of has a similar vibe to it. No, right? Like she she's obviously trying to be fun. She's trying to be funny. She's like a weird old news lady. And this other guy is he's trying to be personable and tell him about his day out. And they just they are just looking for a scalp. There's like, you know, they're on edge. They're like, all right, where is it? Is it like, let's, let's find a little scalp. bit of. Let's find a little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's find a little bit of racism. We're going to we're going to get one today. You know, it's like they're out there. They're perched on the ledge like like, I don't know, some weirdo media matters hack shill just waiting for somebody to say something. It's like, dude, why do you even care, bro? Like what difference does this make to your day? I can't hear you. Technical difficulties. Yeah, that happens sometimes when I press mute. Okay. Um okay. Obviously, nobody would like it if, and nobody should tolerate that if it's on purpose. If he's going out there, you know, listen, I'm going to say this on purpose, but you don't know what's in somebody's heart. You don't know what's in somebody's mind unless you have some sort of evidence of this guy doing racist things. I think what the thing is to do, it's like take him off the air for a week with pay and be like, people are going to forget about this and we'll bring you back after the road trip or whatever it is. Just for, you know, PR. you have to do something for PR, even though I do disagree with it. I mean, in a perfect world, you do nothing, and he apologizes, says, I obviously didn't mean that, but, um, you know, we li we live in a world. Dallas Braden, Mike Krukov expressed support for Glenn Kuyper after on-air slur. Two prominent Bay Area sports broadcasting figures have expressed support for A's commentator, Glenn Kuyper. Um, after see, he Mike seemed to say a racial slur. Guys, they, they <laughs> I mean, this is, this is just... Um, it's just ridiculous. It's really pathetic, like how how far how far we fall in. You got these guys, these super righteous, you know. I mean, who who was who made the initial complaint? You're like, yeah, okay, it surf it it got shuffled around some meme accounts, you know, some social media stuff. But like, who was actually angry about it? Who who? I mean, who just? I'm never gonna watch baseball again. Really, <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. bro. All right, we've got another slur in the works here. It's uh, it's not really in the works. It happened. It is from a West Virginia men's basketball head coach, West Virginia. Shout out Barstool Sports. That's where they hold their rough and rowdy, you know, amateur boxing thing all the time. It's in West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. This is really small. Let's see what we can do about that. That's what she said. Eric, my brother's wife came over here last week. And she's they live on the east coast of Canada. And let me tell you, this must be what you think I sound like. She was a boot this. Oh, hey there, you know, buddy, we're doing all this. And I was like, you moved, you've lived there for like five years and you sound like this now. I just laughed my ass off. <laughs> I texted my brother after and he's like, yeah, I've really been training her. Um, oh, no, it's not a boot. It kind of has like a little, a little, little, oh, you know, Minnesota, like Wisconsin sort of vibe. Yes, like, that's pretty yeah. much what it, anywhere that's like rural Canada is where people sound like that, oh, mainly of, in Ontario and the East Coast. A couple of fellas. Obviously, obviously, they're they're French. They don't sound like that. My dad also came down. He's French and uh, doesn't have an accent still. Shout out to my dad. Um you know, he's old. Uh, West Virginia men's basketball. Uh, well, I say that because French is his first language, but he doesn't have an accent, even though that's all he speaks now. West Virginia University men's basketball head coach Bob Huggins, not giving out hugs, agreed Wednesday to a three-game suspension and $1 million pay cut as penance for following 
of an anti-gay slur on Monday that will surely get unauthorized opinions episode number 104 uh, demonetized. But me and Eric agreed that we wanted people to actually hear what the person said, whether you agree with it or not. Transparency is key because you read the stuff and it actually has the same amount of letters as other swear words. And you can't always believe, I know at least here in Ontario, Canada, there has been complaints of things that are slurs. And sometimes when they get revealed, you know, it's not actually a slur. And I can't and, think of an example off the top of my head, but it does happen where, of course, you get people who believe in one thing. Like, I mean, you can't call them a woman, a man and a man, a woman these days. That could be a slur. Dead naming can be a slur. So I think it's important to let people hear it, just like we heard in the last clip where everybody can hear that and say, yeah, that's really bad but if we have the last clip eric censored the baseball player uh announcer censored and then we have the news broadcaster censored we're not getting a difference between the actual n-word and somebody quoting something that people said for like five to six years all across society as for shizzle my nizzle is what everybody was saying just like i'm rick james bitch what everybody was saying of every race color and creed for five years you wouldn't be able to tell the difference you've actually didn't hear the uncensored version or read it uncensored and I just want to say that it also makes it it also makes it a little bit confusing because when I first read this article, I thought, don't know who that is. Um, I thought that they were mad about the he made a joke and some articles are covering the joke and some articles aren't covering the joke where he said it must be it must be Transformer night. Right. Right. So so, so it, this- it makes it, it makes it confusing when they when they can't say the actual thing <laughs> so this is, a, this is a, a channel called black and white sports it's funny enough i had recently just watched this guy for the first time the other day but this is the only place i could find the uncensored clip everybody censored it in their text and in their audio but he's got it from some actual audio page again this is black and white sports 200k followers on youtube if you're interested let's uh take a listen at the slurs not gonna play the whole two minute clip but listen in here <laughs> no, we're, we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you, you. I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, <laughs> by God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> I, 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 rubber penis. Was this I like think a that trans- was it's a crosstown shootout. Wasn't I think it? it was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags. I think. <laughs> So right there, you heard that. That's it. Um, my Catholic brother would be very offended by that. Um, I got it. I think an interesting take on this is, you know, it's clearly West Virginia, part of the South. I'm told. Um, clearly, these guys are joking around. Is the first part. He, but what I find inter- most interesting, Eric, is that they have no problem joking around about transgenderism and and dildos and whatnot. But this guy says that, and then that's too far for them. So I'm of the creed that it's all okay or none of it's okay. These guys are joking around, and you can clearly see they were a little uncomfortable, or clearly hear they were a little uncomfortable, even as you watch the or hear the rest of the clip. They're pretty uncomfortable with what he said. They know they're going to get in trouble, but it's just odd that they're, you know, they can say all these other stuff, all these other things, and they're not upset about that. But there's there's still this christian line that they're not willing to to pass for some reason i don't i don't quite understand it eric i i think like i mean i'm not saying that on the air i'm not saying the n-word on the air either 
And I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm going to say these things, but I just find it's odd that it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to be mad at, and tell people where they're joking lies. And is it worth, was it worth a million dollars? I guess maybe is a question. Uh, no, it should, should no of course it shouldn't cost him a million dollars. It's absolutely ridiculous, bro. Like, look, I think there's two, there's two, and you just mentioned them that you just cannot say. They will ruin your life if, mm -hmm. if there's, there's two words that you can say. But I think, I think we're, we're at the point where we have to start the pendulum swinging back, bro. So, you, so we should just go back to the old days where every <laughs> you where where you can say whatever it is you want. So, so this way, the the sting is taken away from it, right? They're so taboo yeah. that when somebody says it, it's like, oh, oh my, my virgin ears, I'm so sad. I can't believe you would just, like, who cares, bro? Like, you, we're all adults. Flanders. You, you, you listen to rap music. Well, they probably don't listen to rap music. But think about that sort of double standard, right? I mean, you got guys out there quite literally pointing prop weapons directly into the camera and waving, waving guns around John Morant style and I mean, just dropping some of the dirtiest lyrics. And look, I, I think about a guy like Future. I like Future, but he says some pretty disgusting things. The classic example is obviously Eminem. So exactly. So why are people so scared by a couple of words? It's completely fake. Obviously, their outrage is completely fake. And the only reason that I think it, this wasn't actually worse for him is probably is probably because it was in West Virginia, and I think they're fairly, um, you know normal right as far as like <laughs> you know their weirdo leftist ideologies and extreme you know they want to call regular people extreme it's all absolutely backwards but i think it probably would have been a lot worse i mean if he was the coach for i don't know ucla he'd be he'd be in a jail cell right now so i don't know man i think it's a <laughs> i think it's a i think it's all pretty pathetic and i think we should sort of now, I'm not going to I I guess I can't really say this since I'm not going to be the first one to do it because I don't want, you know, my YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, this whole show to be taken down. But it's like we need to do something to sort of kick the door in so it's not so scary anymore. And I think everybody, you know, anybody who watches the show knows I'm a big Kanye West fan, but I think he started to do that. Right. Like, yes, what Kanye West says from time to time is absolutely outrageous, but just stop as as they would say let's normalize it let's normalize people just you know what if you don't like it don't listen to that's, it do you think anybody was, was going to listen say. to that was it this is a much bigger story now than it would have been had they been like mm -hmm. all right maybe that's, after it goes off you say all right dude watch it maybe don't do that anymore but you don't turn you they're doing this um what is it the uh the finger trap problem or the uh barbara streisand effect or something like that where they're blowing mm -hmm. it all out of proportion and it doesn't matter and they're taking away his money and that's that's another way they try to like they do with John Morant, they try to re-educate you. They try to beat you into submission. Like this is what you believe. This is what you believe. So they 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 ruin your mm. life. And now they're going to go through these trainings. Oh, we have to do trainings. Do you think that's really going to work, bro? No, it's just going to make people more creeped out. And last thing, promise. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me. Do you remember that video I sent you uh, yesterday or the day before or something um, of a job posting? It had like all these. Crazy yeah. genders. I mean, and you and you say, okay, we're we've been doing that for five years or whatever. But think about at that. At least <laughs> think, but think about how they can on a, on a professional quote unquote professional website put all that stuff. Ask you about your your gender identity. Ask you about your sexual your sexual preferences. Yeah, that's all weird. of that. That's all so weird. And and you're supposed to like take this in stride. But there's one little three letter word, or I guess six, whatever. 
that is just a bridge too far, right? We're going to ask you about your sexual preferences on a on a job application. We're going to ask you about your gender identity, <laughs> and that's okay. One person, and, and that's okay. But if one person says this this utters this word that I just oh that hurts my little ears, then it's just a bridge too far. It's it's crazy, bro. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like it goes so far to one side, but they don't allow it to go so far to the other side. And I think it is starting uh, some of these, you know words not that the words themselves are coming back but the ability to use them in a joking manner is coming back definitely in comedy and um it remains to be seen this guy has to do sensitivity sensitivity training where they're going to treat him like he's insane obviously and um no, he, was probably, he was probably overpaid so look i'm not mad 4.15 million yeah. and that that's what i was going to say is now we've learned that a west virginia basketball coach makes over four million dollars <laughs> and he can afford a million dollar pay cut and be more than fine Meanwhile, it's been like what two years since college players have been able to make money. And uh, which I don't is think it's insane. I don't think it costs that much to live in West Virginia. He ain't he ain't he's not living yeah, in a New York City condo. Yeah. Um something else I've noticed about college sports is now it's all like basically Boring. they're turning college sports into like a breeding ground for like um how can I put this? It goes like Snapchat, then Instagram, then OnlyFans, that sort of thing. Now there's a now there's a you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say? Basically they're they're getting into they're they're trying to exploit girls who are in college sports now is the way I oh, see it. Oh yeah. Um those hot um, Miami twins. No comment. Um who was I gonna say? Um the Lopez's, the basketball player guys. Really tall guys with the afros. Yeah, Brooke and yeah, Brooke, Brooke Lopez and Brooks. I forget I the think. other one. Solid guys, solid afros. Um, now we can get to the super chat that we had from earlier, which said, any words on the Twitter CEO? Now, I wanted to play this Louis Brackpool video explaining it a bit because I think he did a good job. And if you're not in the know, bless you. I'm going to send you an Twitter. article, too, just to take a look. On at this it. woman? Yeah, I just when I just pulled up, this was one of the first that came up on Google. I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> so... Twitter's new CEO, Elon Musk hires her. Of course, you know, everybody's like, well, look what she's done in the past. And then, of course, you've got the, you know, people who just, it's, you know, how there's Trump people who say, no matter what he does, he's the greatest person of all time. And like, of course, he has his criticisms and people like him still and they should like him still. But to be like, he's never said anything wrong. That's basically people who have moved on to, elon musk and and say the same thing basically it's sort of the uh idea that elon musk is the intellectuals you know donald trump where it's like i actually support elon musk he does all this and he also can say nothing wrong let's see what lewis said ceo of twitter yeah i spoke to her on the phone seemed quite nice <laughs> so uh a bit sick, really. Not nerves. Um, excitement, really. Not sexual. I've actually been sent her credentials here, so let's have a little look. Chairman at NBCU. Interesting. Okay. Board director. Fair enough. Global leader. One of the executive chairs oh, for the World Economic Forum. Oh, for fuck. Oh, <laughs> David. Huh? Yeah. Every time. Elon Musk put out a tweet last night saying, excited to announce that I've hired a new CEO for X slash Twitter. She'll be starting in less than six weeks. My role will transition to being executive chair and CTO, overseeing product, software, 
system operations. We're all getting banned again. We are here to talk about masking up or packing up. I promise you, we're doing good so far. Cringe. Just keep your distance, get your hands washed often, get tested often, and wear your mask. That's a hat trick. Fuck off. Considering Yakarino is the WEF's task force on future of work and sits on the WEF's media, entertainment, and culture industry, governors steer. Wait, so what does this company have to do with it? What is this Yakarino? Oh, that's her name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a company. I'm like, what the hell is Yakarino? Some sort of passive no, company? Okay. So she was the chairman. Linda, yeah. Still um, is, there. apparently. I, I don't know when this screenshot was taken. Yeah. Um. So the thing is, just interject here, we'll finish it. But, you know, it has been argued that people who are named on the World Economic Forum's website of global leaders and young global leaders have put been put on there without their consent. I don't believe it, but it is a claim that I can't. Isn't Tulsi Gabbard even on there? So with Pierre Pauly of the Canadian Conservative guys, a lot of people. Dan Vladimir Putin's on there. Um, yeah. So I can't prove otherwise, but I don't believe it is what I'll say. I think that they um don't just choose you without you knowing. They probably told you, and then you never had a problem with it until it became a problem. But if she is not only on that, but also the chairman, chairwoman, who do you think you are, of the World Economic Forum's task force on future of work and on their media, entertainment, and culture, we all I think we all know what the World Economic Forum wants to do in media, entertainment, culture, and how they want work to go. So she's on a committee. Um, let's watch a bit more. What I'm saying is that's not that no good. That no good. Steering committee. Yeah. No thanks. We don't want her. The World Economic Forum is one of the most damaging and anti-human organizations you can ever get. As Carl Benjamin points out, bro, of all the people on earth to choose, why the executive chair of the World Economic <laughs> Forum? This is like appointing the mouth of Sauron and explaining to the hobbits that the Shire is in safe hands. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, there's a lot of British stuff in here. Surely Elon Musk can't be that naive to think hiring someone from the World Economic Forum is going to make his platform any better and more free speech. The bird is free. Yeah, well, the bird will now own nothing and be happy. You might as well put it back in the cage and kick it to a load of fucking crackheads. <laughs> to push back on the World Economic Forum, the best way is to be discriminative against them. Anyone who's applying for a job and has on their CV that they worked for the World Economic Forum and proudly put it on their CV, you're not getting a job here. Sorry. See you later. Oh, discriminatory. Yes, later. it is. Get out. <laughs> Get out. I mean, British I am discriminating against you. What next? The blue check mark is going to be pictures of fucking bugs. Oh, I'm just sick of it sick of it. Only time will tell what's going to happen, but in my personal opinion, I don't think that Twitter is going to be made any better or any more free speech than it already is. Because nothing ever good will come from this organization. It needs to be rejected fully. Alright, so, uh, That's shout some out music. Yeah, shout Very out Rackwell, who, uh, he looks like, uh, you know, your wish, Paul Joseph Watson. Your bargain brand, Paul <laughs> Joseph Watson. I'm going to ask Eric Butler, report and opine, is Lewis Brackpool turning an artistic corner for the better? Yes.
I think well, he is. I think that was a good video. Yeah. But Lewis, if you're watching, complaint. You can't just have only British memes. I luckily <laughs> I know that's British office, just because I've seen clips of it before. But we can't just have only British memes. Uh, it's not going to work for us. Eric's <laughs> enraged. No, I mean, look, I actually, I, I agree with you. We, we can't have only British memes, but I can enjoy some good British British memes. Shout out to Peep Show. I think if you've never seen that, go ahead and watch Peep Show. It's absolutely That's not hilarious. the wannabe jackass one, is it? No, that's, um, I don't remember. No, Peep Show, you've probably seen the meme of it. Uh, there's one meme where the guy is saying the secret ingredient is crime. I don't know if you've seen no, that meme. It's, I, it's, seen that. I think I've heard of it. It, it's pretty funny, and that's the one it comes from. It's it's a great show. So shout out the British memes. But this article that I sent you, I just think Good it's news funny. Elon Musk is stepping down. What are you say? Oh no, I was just gonna say this. Uh, they they've kind of put themselves in the Bud Light situation where nobody's gonna like them now. You know, it's like you. you Elon was television doing okay. show executive will be departing. That's another thing. NBC Universal is very left wing. Um, Obviously, it still wants to make some money, but it also, you know, Trump was on there and they're just and they hated him as soon as he left. And you don't get to be a TV executive without, <laughs> you know, playing the game a little bit. Plus, World Economic Forum. We've got a couple comments here. Um, Polly Walnuts. And I watched the Sopranos movie last night. Not very great. Not, not great. The prequel? Saints of, New Saints of uh, Newark. Yeah. That's a disease of wokeness. Always looking for something to be offended over. Okay, that was about something else. Um, this is Melman. Is it possible she's a closet conservative, Eric? Who this? Uh, Linda Lady Yasindro or whatever. What's her name? What's the last name again? Yasinara, uh, Yakara, whatever. Um, <laughs> is it possible? I mean, yeah, it's possible. Right. I mean, any, anything is possible. Literally nothing is off the table, but everything's been so, you know, the, the waters have been so muddied. It's impossible to tell at this point. But but I would say very simply, yes, simply because anything is possible. And shout out, shout out Twitch. Shout out Kevin Garnett for saying anything is possible. Uh, first and foremost, um, any, I guess um, we're getting close to the time here so we could have some final thoughts on this woman. I don't think you can work that high you can be on a world economic forum committee and be a closet conservative and work for nbc universal be a closet that's more likely you can be a closet conservative on a on a tv station i mean there's plenty of actors who and people like that who have come out of the woodworks in the past can, but, can you i'm sorry i think go ahead. one thing that with that uh we need to highlight though i think is is can you pull the article back up and just read the headline just the title of the article i don't even know if we saw that from I think them this, yeah, the new Twitter yeah. CEO is a former Trump appointee who follows libs of TikTok, so they're not so, happy either. Exactly. So they've now linked her to Trump, uh, while the right wing or the the claws of conservatives, the common sense people, are of course linking her to the WEF, and and they they've also you know stray shots for libs of TikTok for no for for absolutely no reason. Yeah. So I think uh, yeah they've. Elon and Elon doesn't care. Obviously, he's the world world's richest man, or he goes back and forth with Jeff Bezos or whatever. So he doesn't really oh, no. care. This is her list of evil follows. She follows Ron DeSantis, Rand Paul, Tim Scott, Mike Pompeo, Kaylee McEnany, Linda McMahon, <laughs> Jesse Waters, Joe Rogan, the least self-aware man, even in the world of podcasting. Yeah, so, yeah, well, this is a, obviously um, a hit piece from an LGBTQ. I follow Tapper, can't stand them, follow MSNBC. I follow CNN. You can't go by what somebody 
believes yeah. by who they follow. There's people I follow that you would think that I agree with that I don't agree with. I follow it's loads of left wing stuff because you got to keep your enemies closer. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. I follow it, Eric. It, okay. It's absolutely hilarious when you see some of the stuff that you post, like they post it and they want their audience to know about it. And this is why they hate libs of TikTok so much is that they've literally post it to their people and they don't want other people to see it. Right. Like it's just for, <laughs> it's just our little secret and full circle from the first story. This is what Anderson Cooper was saying. It's like, well, you shouldn't maybe, maybe uh, you have a right to never watch us again because that was so disturbing. But maybe also you could may maybe like listen to somebody that, that you don't agree with. And, and maybe, maybe they're not maybe. the evil racist that we painted them for the last seven years. And, and, and we didn't care about how racist he was for 15 seasons on The Apprentice. So th this is it. And I just thought it was a funny hit piece, bro. And it's one of the top, one of the top searches on Google, them. Do you think they're going to shoot it straight? Even even as Elon Musk, what one of his twelve kids or whatever is identifying as they them, and they don't care because if you if you get if you hit ninety nine out of one hundred percent talking points, they are still going to crush you into submission for missing the last one. Indeed, Eric is reporting opine on Instagram. I am at Andrew Does, and of course, you're watching on Twitter Getter twitch or one of the youtube channels please subscribe and share for whatever you're on if you're on an audio podcast listening on google probably on spotify iHeartRadio, all of them amazon podcast please give us a rating and a review course of five stars i won't even suggest four and a half if that's possible five stars and if you can go to patreon.com slash uopod anybody watching right now um if you like the show if you're following the show please um, subscribe to our Patreon. It's not that much money. I recently, you know, uh, unsubscribed from Netflix. And then I was like, I'm going to dish out money to some creators. So if you're interested in doing stuff like that, I support Ben Bankus is one. Um, this other guy who I won't name um, is another one. He makes a lot of good vid conspiracy videos, frankly. So please contribute to us on there. And uh, it'll eventually, hopefully, let us do this full time. Um, I'll never stop writing. I'll never stop doing other stuff. But obviously, everybody uh, AI wants is going to write for you very soon. That's the um, problem. <laughs> AI, uh, everybody. Speaking of conspiracies, I would love to shamelessly plug some videos that I got. You know, fairly non-political in downtown Phoenix last week. We were talking conspiracies with, uh, I guess, some inebriated. Is it Phoenicians? I don't even know how you how from you where from. I don't know Phoenix people. Phoenicians. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you call them. I mean, Phoenixians? I guess I'm one. Of, I don't know. Phoenixians, uh, Phoenix people. Um, so yeah, we're we're on the uh, on the conspiracy. I got a couple more of those coming. So wait for that. I, I would. I would. First. I would do like a full length video, but I know people have the attention span of a gnat. So shout out anybody who's still here, by the way. <laughs> Shout out Lewis Brackpool, shout out Barstools, Rough and Rowdy. Uh, really just shout out Anderson Cooper and Caitlin Collins doing the Lord's work. I won't say which Lord, the Dark Lord. Last thing, Eric, you ever seen the movie Spawn? Mm, may, no, I don't remember it. If I did, It's on I Netflix, it. it's from the 90s. Michael Jai White plays Spawn. Um, it's actually way worse than I remember. It's some of the worst CGI of all time. I'll just leave you guys with that. See you next time. Buy his book patreon.com slash uopod bye turn it up jordan